Aisha, you're tuned into spiritual health with Mikkel the Energy. Peace in, love out. What's your frequency? World change of life. Yaga, yo. I'm gonna need some reinforcements right now. You don't know what time it ain't. You don't know. You don't know. I believe you don't know. What do I know? You don't know. Now it's just begun. Now it's just begun And it's only for a moment Said it's only for a moment yeah. Now it's just begun Now it's just begun And it's only for a moment Said it's only for In family walk one, it's your brother from another motherland, Mr. Mikel Amin, the world changer, here and present for another conversation on spiritual health. I represent and am a creative of Waroho House. This is the spiritual health community here to create and build community around spiritual lifestyle practices family and this here is my love service to you all this spiritual health talk um, yeah I'm so in right now Big up, big up, big up family, yes. And so, um, yeah, big up you guys. This week we've been learning Swahili directly from the motherland in Waroho House. So that's been really cool. <laughs> yes, family. But yes, as always, um, 8 a.m. is going to be our new start for our spiritual health conversation family every every morning 8am just before um Cesaroho, we go we will be getting it in with our spiritual health conversation so yeah this is exciting times family and as we sit on the edge of the year you know we are in the last quarter of the year october there's literally two months left of the year family and you know I think everyone should be proud of themselves, man. Everybody should be proud of themselves because, you know, we've got through a tough year. And in all honesty, we've got through a very tough, challenging uh, year that has meant that we'd have we'd have been having to shift everything about our lives, and everything about our lives has come into question. And you know, as we go on. This is going to continue happening. Things are, you know, going to get more odd, freakishly out of place. But it's all it's doing is giving you new permission slips to transform your life. I have to reiterate that. If this year has taught us anything, is that no matter what happens, heaven is still around. You see? And what our studies have been teaching us what our studies have been teaching us family is that all events and all things are current come to promote our spiritual development all events all situations 
are there for our empowerment. So, if that's what we can learn from um, these studies of the 11 laws of God, and then we can also observe the fact that this being one of the most challenging years many of us have ever faced has been the most positively transformational has inspired some of the greatest spiritual shifts in and around ourselves, our families and our communities and how can we call this a bad year? Yes, I, I have this lyric from <laughs> a, a forthcoming album <laughs> I have this lyric that says I call the pain and pray for more until we hit the floor and death becomes our soil. You know, it's the idea, the understanding that the ground is where we grow from. And death is a process that is constantly happening. Life and death are constantly happening in our very being. You see? When you live for something, you die to something else. You see? And so instead of being afraid of death, meaning be afraid of change and transformation, because evolution is death. The evolution into a butterfly is the death of the caterpillar. You see? The butterfly is the death of the caterpillar. And so we have to have like uh, a greater relationship with the evolutionary process and death is a huge part huge part of that you know and so when death becomes your soil you change your view of that um, word death or that experience death or the principle of death and death becomes something that you look forward to in the name of transformation you see what I'm saying Again, none of this can be achieved when we live uh, as our emotions. None of this can be achieved when we live as our emotions and when we live as um, the body, the ego, instead of the consciousness that empowers it. Yeah? So, family... This is what we are here to talk about, to um, to divulge, to open up to um, during this talk and during our weekly study. Again, this is transformational, family. This study is transformational. This very slim book, see how slim it is, is going to set pace for how spiritually rich we are able to observe that we are. This isn't gonna make you spiritually rich. It's gonna empower you with the awareness of your spiritual wealth, you see? And my intentions is that everybody who is in Warojo House is studying this with us. Um, Because one of the fundamental um, key things for movement as a community is a spiritual uh, union you see it's very important that we have a spiritual union amongst us so that we have a a law governing our relationship that is beyond personality you see that is beyond ego identity but it's actually a principle that we can follow, that we can observe, and one that is not dogmatic, but is just the mathematics and science of our life. You see what I'm saying? One thing I love about this, um, these principles is this leans you in to your own power. This helps you derive a greater awareness of the space that you are in and how you affect 
that outside of you from the inside. This gives you autonomy and freedom over yourself and your being and your ability to transform that which is in front of you. You see, and that's why I truly believe that if we can create a culture around the principles of my art, then we are setting great foundations for our children to grow and to lead this world that they are born to lead in. Let that be a fact known that our children are born to lead in this world. They are born to lead, they are born to create and be the leaders to show the world how to live in harmony with it. Yes, um, one of the greatest things and th the things that I talk about is going back to our nature. That today, the conversation is not about black and white. It's not about, you know, this life versus that life. Really, it's about your ability to align with nature. We're all different. But we are all made up of the same nature. And today, that is the, the judgment in question. Can you align with nature? You see? And so, that's the real one. That's the real war. It's the artificial versus the natural. And so... Again, this study helps us understand the nature of our spirituality. Yes? And when we say nature, we're talking about the objective facts of the way we are designed as human beings. Yes? You know, anything that is created has to observe the laws of nature for its manifestation. And so for us to manifest at the level that we want, world changes, yeah? To manifest at the level that we want, heaven in the now, we have to have a deep relationship with our nature. Because it is only our nature that is gonna enable us with the vision, the awareness, the consciousness, the creative prowess to manifest heaven on earth. It cannot be done using the artificial processes that we've come, become so accustomed to in this world. We have to throw away things of this world. You see what I'm saying? We have to um, deny things of this world. And usually, it's so funny, you know. This is, goes to show that we don't think much of ourselves. Because when you hear someone say, for example, you know, you have to denounce things of this world, you often think that, well, now I've got to go live primitively or I've got to go and uh, now form myself like uh, someone who doesn't, uh, have a, a a bearing on the future or technology or whatever. You get it's it's actually quite hilarious. But what we're saying, family, is give yourself the opportunity to build the world that is in alignment with you. So this isn't going. This isn't about denouncing this world. Doesn't mean uh, not being a part of the future. Denouncing this world means setting up the future the way you see it, you know, and taking your mind, your imagination, your physical processes, your emotional processes out of the ways of this world and put it directly in your alignment with your God and build from there, invent from there, innovate from there. Can you do it? Someone did it. 
most of the things that we watch this most of the things that we obsess over in this world are not are barely a hundred years old do you realize that barely a hundred years old the systems and the processes that we look at some of them are barely a hundred years old maybe a couple hundred years some of them but my point is it's time for an end it's time for a shift yes these systems of education these systems of industry these systems of of rewards and notoriety even the music industry even the systems where we place our art you know we got a question why is it the first time the first time you hit when you hear someone's got a nice voice your automatic thought is you should be on the radio why the automatic thought is you should be on MTV why oh you got a song out your song should be on the charts why oh you should get a Grammy for this song why oh you're a good actor you should go and live in LA why you should get an Oscar why why these aren't bad things I'm just asking a simple question why why and I use these examples to show you how across the board we have pigeonholed our creativity someone invented all of these things they were not here a hundred years ago so what did great singers do before what did great actors do before what did they do and better question not what did they do but what are they going to do because we're in a new decade we're moving into a new century we are now informing the 22nd century what are we doing what are we doing I am not going to spend the next uh, century um, giving my life my creative energy to industries that were set up against my nature that's a that's a dead fight that's a whack fight that's a whack fight and also those industries are set up for an old system an old paradigm they are needing to shift so why am I doing that do you get what I'm saying go back to your nature do you get what I'm saying before the title of your creativity and just the pure nature of your creativity remove unplug yourself remove the pigeonhole who said because I'm a teacher I got to stand in front of a, a board and put kids in straight lines and have everyone look at me that didn't work for you it didn't work for me so why now if I've recognized that I need to be a teacher why must I teach like that that's dead do you get what I'm saying that's dead I am a teacher of the 22nd century I am an artist of the 22nd century I am a designer of the 22nd century do you get what I'm saying I am a speaker of the 22nd century a businessman a father a husband a brother an entrepreneur of the 22nd century meaning what I do you ain't seen yet how I do it it doesn't exist I'm creating it right now that's my point that's the liberty you and I have and that is the that is what I mean when I say denounce this world I'm not talking about cut off your electricity and go <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm talking about it's time for reinvention it's time for innovation it's time to set up the world exactly how you see it fit and you don't have to do it like no one else we don't have to do nothing like no one else we don't have to build community like no one we don't have to educate our children like no one we don't have to 
nothing, nothing. Completely brand new. New brand. New brand. New brand. New everything. You see? And it starts with this Waroho house right here. That is literally what Waroho house is set up for. We as a community are going to help the 22nd generation navigate spirituality as a lifestyle, not as a as as a religion or as a as a as a book you tap into, but as a lifestyle, a complete holistic lifestyle. Do you get what I'm saying? You see, everything, top down, language, relationship, business, economics, education, you know what I'm saying, all forms of cultivation family, all of it, everything new, everything new, why not, you understand? Everything new, everything fresh, everything clean. <laughs> so the rhythm is really important. Mm, 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 mm. Let's have a moment for memory, family. Let's have a moment for memory right now. Definitely want to. Um, Let's have a moment for memory. We got everyone tuned in. I'm gonna keep the timer up right now. Wherever you are, family, let's just have a moment for memory. Um, that's something. That's something to mark right there. We are the leaders of the 22nd century. The leaders of the 22nd century, family. I want you to stop thinking about time. I want you to stop thinking about time. Time is not your game. Time is not your game, family. Time is not a game of nature doesn't, it's not run on time, it's run on rhythm. Remove yourself from time. And you will will be able to observe a superpower you have as a being of nature. Yes? Remove yourself. Now just think. Yeah? Right now, your decisions, right now, the life you live right now, is opening up a new world of possibilities. Or reinforcing an old world of restrictions. Are you willing to die to what you have known of yourself thus far in order to open yourself up to the transformation of what you are being called to become? You can close your eyes, family. You can close your eyes because I want you to picture these words that I'm saying. It's 2020 now. And in 1920, right? In the early 19th centuries, there were world wars. There were industries being created during these times of austerity. The wonderful world of Disney was created during this time. You see, Marcus Garvey lived during this time. The nation of Islam was around this time. So many wonderful things. Companies like Sony were emerging during this time. 
these in 1999 were established fixtures of a culture and a lifestyle of the world here we are in 2020 knowing that 2099 will come What life are you living now to ensure that the culture and lifestyle of those who will represent you is secure in 2099? This is not about time, it's about rhythm. It's about alignment. You have no idea about what you are able to manifest in the name of your highest intentions, family. You, you are heaven right now. So do not waste your time or energy, your thoughts, your actions, your intentions, your practices, your participations, do not waste them on matters that you do not want to matter, meaning manifest into physical experience. Deal with everything, your triumphs and your challenges, using the anchor of your highest intentions, which is your heaven. Let that be what leads you. Let that be what guides you. Let that be the prime source of all your decisions. You following me, family? This is so, so, so important for us to realize, family. Everything you know and our children know about this world did not exist 20 years ago. Let alone 50, 60 years ago. Let alone 100 years ago. So that which is in your imagination now is really the memory of your future generations. Your imagination right now That which is in your imagination right now is a memory of future generations. They are, as you imagine it, they are remembering it. It's a part of the same record. As the needle spins on the vinyl family, all grooves are still there. As the needle spins on the vinyl family, all songs... Are, are playing simultaneously but all the needle does is create a focal point for a certain vibration to amplify it in your experience but all sounds are there all songs are there all frequencies are there so family as you imagine your children remember as you imagine your great great grandchildren remember are you following me it's a part of the same resource of intelligence same consciousness that we all tap into if consciousness is outside of time and space then the ones who have lived and the ones who are to live all exist this is how you connect with your ancestors for those of you who don't understand 
the science behind connecting with ancestors. Understand that what they are remains in the consciousness. And because they have lived, they have memory, spiritual memory that still exists. That you tap into. It's all energy, family. And even the children that are to come, you can speak to them. Through the memory you create, you speak to their life. Literally, you speak to their life. What do you want to say to the children of the future? Because the memories you're creating today, you are literally speaking to them. You are literally speaking to them and your ancestors. And they are having a conversation. It's a constant conversation. That's why I say your entire life is a prayer. This is why church can fool people. Because some people do all their dirt until they get to that church or that mosque. Not knowing that they've been praying on their whole lives every single day. There is no hiding. There is no escaping. What are you speaking to the children? There's no way for them not to listen. Because your life is the vibration that they will be born into. How about that? How about that? Your life. When a child leaves a woman and enters a home. They are born into the vibration that you have dedicated yourself to thus far. So if your house stinks, the child will stink. If your house is fresh, child gonna be fresh. If you speak a mother tongue, your child will inherit it. If you're focused on assimilating to Western Lifestyles, your child will too. It's how it works. They are born into the frequency you have set for them. Thus, taking on the memory of of lives that they haven't even physically lived. This is where you get generational curses from. This is where you get generational trauma from. So, you think because you ain't got no children, you're not affecting the world. You think that because you might not have children amongst you daily in your responsibilities, you're not affecting the world. Silly, man. They're listening. Close your eyes. You can see it. You can feel it. They are listening. Your imagination, your fear, your love is what they are inheriting right now. Right now. No difference. You can't see, feel and touch them so you believe they don't exist. That's foolish. That's foolish. Your imagination is their memory. And you can't fool these kids today, family. There's no fooling these children today. None of these children are here for your bullshit. None of them. None of them are here for your nonsense. None of them. So if you're not on it, they're about to get you on job if you're not on it. No child is here for for our nonsense. So there's no living one way and speaking another way and hoping your child misses out your funk. They smell your funk and you think they're ignorant. When you're the biggest fool, if you think a child can't see your entire shit, you're fooling yourself.
So yeah, let them see you strive. Let them see how much you are working on yourself, how much you are dedicated to your own betterment. That will do more for them than acting like you're perfect, acting like you got it all right, acting like, nah. You see what I'm saying? Our children will know that we're responsible beings. Our children will know that, you know, we are beings of nature, beings that are dedicated to our spiritual evolution. But but they're not going to be fooled for a second. They will know that we are striving. And they are a part of us becoming better. So family, before I go into questions, what I want to do, I'm inspired. I want you to go now into, let's do a medicine session. Close your eyes, wherever you are, sit up straight, relax. I want you to lock your eyes upward, okay? Meaning roll them back and lock into this vision center. Deep breathing in through the nose, out through the nose. Now I want you to have a conversation in memory with your future children, your children, the ones of your family, the ones who will call you great, great, the ones who will call you ancestor, the ones who will live in 2099. I want you to have a conversation with them. Yes, go to them right now. Do this right now, family. I want you to go to the children of 2099 and have a conversation with them. They're calling on you right this second. And I want you to take this seriously. They are calling on you right now to help them remember something. They're calling on you right now as their ancestor. They are calling on you to speak to their situation and to guide them through something, a challenge of 2099 they're calling on you so I want to use this timestamp for us to go there close your eyes family and I want you to put yourself in the position of an ancestor of the children of 2099 and I want you to speak to them speak to their world speak to their life give them some words of encouragement empower them with your story with your presence
Thank you for sharing that with me, family. Open your eyes, family. This is oof. We can't live for ourselves alone, family. We're here to share memory. We're here to create memories. Memories that will outlast this body. Memories that will live beyond this flesh. memories do not allow anybody to own your memories take charge and responsibility for your memories do not let them taint your memory of our memory. Alright family. So 15 minutes left. Talk to me. Do we have any questions, observations that are present?
amazing. Talking to the future generations gave me a sense of power, helped me to see a clearer vision for what I desire. That's powerful. Doesn't it though? Doesn't it put a lot of things into perspective and alignment? Man, I can't lie, what I saw was, oh oh my God. What I saw was mad. I was like, yo, read boys, read girls, walk wide. What are you not saying though? <laughs> I wonder if our ancestors are sitting down from their physical vessels in their point in time, channeling messages to us. Absolutely. Yes, they are. Even if they're not aware of it, this is how it works. This is how DNA works. This is how it works, family. Yes, they are. 100%. All right, let's do some questions. How much of our spiritual practice is knowledge-based or is the innate memory enough? Oh, well, in order to answer that question, you've got to look at what's the difference between knowledge and memory? Isn't memory knowledge? Isn't knowledge memory? It's the same thing, no? You see... Knowledge, learning, learning helps to help us remember. You see, this is when things resonate. You ever been learning something and you're reading something and you're studying something and you're like, oh my God, and this resonates. For example, reading this book helps me remember and realize a lot of things about myself and makes helps make sense about a lot of ways that I have innate to me. But studying helps me understand and helps me remember you see that word helps me remember what it is uh, that I am what it is that I'm made of what it is that my functions are there for it helps me remember you see so yeah it's all a part of the same thing you study in order to inculcate memories you, you study Discipline is what helps embed memory This is why people go to the gym every day For muscle memory To remember how much they can lift How much they can resist How much they can endure It's memory It's all memory This is why we study weekly Do you get what I'm saying? So we can have something embedded in our memory does that make sense everything's about memory family and so what you submit yourself to on a a constant basis is going to inform the memory that you have that's why it's so important what you do this is why like, I'm encouraging that we study together. It's going to shift our memory. We're going to remember things about ourselves, about our power, about our ability to um, shift our lives and the, world, the lives of the world around us. Yeah, so we've got 10 minutes. Let me go into another question. How, how does one get to know thyself? Live. Live, observe, study yourself. Study yourself as we as you live life. Yes, you know. Um, it, what's that? What's that saying? Um, how you do everything is how, how you do anything. How you do anything is how you do everything. You know. So your the the processes that you lean on. Like I was having this conversation um, yesterday and 
someone asks me, do you believe that this person is in the right place? You know, we often feel like, oh, this person's doing something. You know, like we look at someone, oh, they got so much potential. Like, let's take a, a made-up scenario. This person may, may have so much potential, but they're stuck in a relationship that's holding them back from doing what they want to do and, you know, going after their goals and dreams and they keep going to this relationship that's abusive um, and manipulative and rah, rah, rah. And then you ask the question, um, do you think that person um, is in the right place? And the question is, they are. You're always in the right place until you're in the wrong place. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? You're always on the right path until you're on the wrong path. For example, if you are in a relationship that's abusive and you decide to go back to that relationship after leaving it, then you are on the right path. Why? Because there's something there that you still want to be a part of. There's something there. It's all because it's all your choice. People think they don't have choice in life. There's something still there. You're if you are in an abusive relationship and you are deciding to be there, then you are on the right path. The moment you go, I don't want this anymore, and continue down that path well then that was the wrong path and now you're on the right path again what I'm saying is you you're a bit your the awareness of yourself and your ability to shift as you are being called to is always going to have you on the right path if you are not um, making the decision you know you should make then clearly you're not ready now, I as the onlooker, for example, can be like, oh, Shamani's got so much potential. Oh, if she just left that job and went full on on her artistic and creative practices, she'd do so well. And da 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 da. And you know, we always got some words for other people's lives. We, we can always say what someone will do, but yet we ain't doing what we, what we need to be doing. Do you get what I'm saying? So, someone as the observer can be like, yeah, you should do this, you should do that, you should do that. But until you are ready, you're not ready. Until it's the wrong path, it's the right path. You get what I'm saying? Eating meat up until I was 19 was the right path. And there was a, a moment in my life and awareness where I'm like, I don't want to eat meat anymore. Eating meat in that moment became the wrong path. And that's as simple as that. Now, if you listen to me and you eat meat, that's the right path for you. Until it's the wrong path. You see? And if our paths happen to align, then I will be your non-meat inspiration. But if you want to continue to eat meat, then there's going to be other inspirations you can find. There's no one way to do life. There's no one way to do life. We're all here to experience different parts of this simulation we call life. And everybody is not going to align with what you're on. I don't care for a like. It's so arrogant to believe that because I know my life is righteous and good for me. The way in which I live is, is perfect for me. It is so ridiculous to believe that everyone has to agree with me. No, they don't. I just got to do what I'm doing. And then focus on the community that also want to build that which I want to build. Do you get what I'm saying? The Indians didn't build the pyramids of Giza. 
the commissions did not build the Taj Mahal. You get what I'm saying? The Olmecs didn't build igloos or Buckingham Palace. You see what I'm saying? The Chinese did not build Timbuktu. Everyone's going to do what they want to do. Everyone's going to do what they want to do. We are conscious beings having a spiritual experience. (laughs) This human experience is the spiritual experience. And I'm definitely going to go into that even more. But as you study, you will know that your life Meaning energy You will know That The life we live here Is our spiritual life The consciousness Is what we come from As spirits So how do you get to know yourself Live life and take responsibility. Take full responsibility for the life that you live. Full responsibility. You'll get to know yourself very quickly. <laughs> when you don't stop when you stop blaming the world, when you stop blaming the government, when you stop blaming your parents, when you stop blaming your ex, when you stop blaming this community and that community when you take full responsibility with your life you will know yourself family this has been a wonderful session today I'm going to see you in in one hour you got one hour to prepare your backsides because we're going in Cesarojo is about to start in one hour yeah so get 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 your get your ish together you understand because it's wonderland time and i'm playing album versions so (laughs) we're doing a full hour of album versions you know what i'm saying let's get ready fam cesaro you know what i'm saying is about to come true I'ma see you right here in one hour. Are you ready? It's Jasho time. It's Kamwagike time. It's, it's Maji time. Peace in, family. Peace in, family. Thank you for tuning in to the Spiritual Health Conversation for the Millennial Generation. Are you tapped in? I want to big up everyone who takes time out to listen to this podcast and contribute with their comments or sharing or just even letting me know how it affected them. If anyone is looking for one-on-one spiritual health coaching family, please head to worldchangealife.com forward slash spiritual health to find out more on how you can get a one-on-one personal spiritual health program for your life. If you want to know more info about what we do as a community service, please go to worldchangealife.com to get update information. If you'd like to donate to this spiritual health program family, go to worldchangealife.com right now and put your donation of any kind. It's much appreciated. And if you've benefited from these spiritual health talks, family, send me a DM and let me know what you've taken from these conversations. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at Mikelamine or on Instagram at Mikel the Energy. Peace in, love out. Nakumaisha watuaroho.